Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with copywriter and email marketing consultant, Tanya Brody. She has worked with numerous marketing technology companies, information marketers, and other small to medium-sized businesses to improve their email marketing and overall messaging. She works with business owners to help them write their regular nurture emails so they can grow their relationships with their subscribers, get more sales, and create happy, loyal customers. Enjoy this interview. But it's great to meet you. Thanks for taking a minute out. And as we kind of approach the four-year anniversary of this pandemic. How did you get through the pandemic and how did it change you? So I actually um, was being a full-time copywriter when I went went into the pandemic. I hadn't really started helping other businesses write their own emails yet. And um, so suddenly all of my clients disappeared. I mean, like, you know, everything came to a screeching halt because everyone was like, we have no idea what's going to happen. Like, and I was like, well, this is this is very exciting. And I guess I'd better find another way (laughs) to deal with this. So I launched um, what the Email Marketing Connection Academy, which is really all about showing business owners how they can use email marketing to grow their own businesses now, yes, you can hire someone like me. And of course, I encourage you to if you have that kind of budget, because then you have one less thing that you have to deal with. But for people who can't, it's nowhere near as complicated as people think it is, Yeah, which is why I advocate people writing their own emails. There are two advantages to this. One, stories coming from you personally. You are telling the story of your company. You're telling the story of your product or service. And because you know what you do best, you're the one who's able to describe it best. And number two, it really gets you familiar with your audience because you have, I mean, you do have to do some research. You have to go through and go, okay, who am I actually writing to? Who are my customers? And that really gets you thinking about not only who you're writing to and how you're advertising, but how you can make your product or service better. What is the people really want? how you can position yourself as unique in the market so that you're not, you know, going up against, you know, if if you're like a small brand and your major competitor is like, you know, Procter & Gamble or, you know, Meta, something like that, that you have a way to position yourself as unique that makes you stand out, especially in someone's inbox. So that's how I really got started with this, uh, this part of my business, which is, you know, that the teaching of other businesses, how to do their own email marketing, because email marketing is so important. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is. What did you want to be when you were in like the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? Oh, my goodness. I probably wanted to be a ballerina. Yeah. You know, I that was a very long time ago. Um, but all of my life, I have been a performer. I mean, I don't remember a time I didn't sing. I grew up performing. So I think a lot of um, what I ended up doing was I I majored in creative writing and theater in college, which I apply every day to what I do now as a copywriter. So So as a writer, what was the first book you read when you were growing up that really opened the door up to you wanting to write or read more? Wow. So do you remember those... um, the the scholastic junior uh books i think they were called a junior yeah junior great books or something like yeah. that i had one of those 
And one of the stories that really inspired me was one by Ray Bradbury. Mm -hmm. And I think it was called Summer in a Day. Yeah. And it's about the kids on Mars and how there's like only it constantly rains there and there's only one day of summer. And I remember I to this day, I still vividly remember that story and reading that story. And I think that's probably what really inspired me to start writing. Yeah. Is I wanted to be able to 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 tell that kind of cool story. It's probably also the first science fiction story I ever read. And I'm a huge science fiction geek. <laughs> right on. So where, where were you born and raised? I was actually born in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. Um, but I was raised primarily in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We moved okay. there when I was about six. Okay, excellent. So what were what were parts of your roots and seeds growing up that have grown into you being a creative and being in this line of work that you're in? Well, like I said, I grew up performing. I mean, I was on stage from the age of eight, like actually at the, the Children's Theater in of, of Minneapolis. Um, I uh, was in plays and I sang with choirs and I worked at the Renaissance Festival and I actually toured all over the country doing Renaissance festivals for a while. So I've spent most of my life being creative and, and I spent a lot of it writing too. I took creative writing courses. I was always writing stuff. If you gave me a choice between writing a story and writing a paper, I'd take the story every time. And part of that is just because storytelling is so important. Yeah. We're all yeah. hardwired to listen to stories. Mm -hmm. No one wants to read a boring report. Yeah. They want to hear a story. Yeah. So who's been a hero for you in your life? Wow. I've had lots of them and it sort of depends on the arena. So, um, my Angelou actually is a huge hero for me. She was an amazing writer. She was one of those people who sort of did it all. She's an amazing writer. She was a performer. She was an activist. Uh, she did, you know, just a lot of amazing, amazing things with her life. And then probably in terms of writing, um, again, because I'm a science fiction geek, Douglas Adams. Yeah. Douglas yeah. Adams is a huge hero for me. What I loved about, he, all I love about his writing, loved about him as a person, if you ever read, you know, see interviews or anything with him, he's just really funny. Yeah. Just has this, that lovely dry British wit that comes out in absolutely everything he does. And he's willing to push that to the extreme. And it just makes a wonderful storytelling method. And he's, you know, and he's willing to go to the absurd places that people don't think about. Yeah. Yeah. So. So speaking of Douglas, if you can meet one person alive on the planet right now that you find very interesting, who would that be? Who would you love to meet and talk to? So if they actually have to be alive, obviously it can't be Douglas Adams. Well, it could be him. We could do ghost and real. Okay. Well, if we're going to do ghost, yeah, I, I definitely go for Douglas Adams and or William Shakespeare, another hero in terms of writing. Um, but in terms of people who are alive, um. That's that's a harder one. I think that uh, actually the Dalai Lama. Yeah, good answer. Uh, he's an amazing person. He's doing incredible things just in terms of trying to bring humanity together. Yeah, and just hey, you know, we're all human. <laughs> we all have to, we all live here. Yeah, we all have to cooperate to keep this place going. So, right on. So, what's the motivation for you every day to wake up? To, to write and to create 
not, not only stories, but to help people out and evolve as yourself. What is that for you? Believe it or not, I really love what I do. Um, you, you know, I growing up, I never would have thought that marketing would be my thing, but there's just something so exciting to me about telling a company's story, about sharing it with an audience, and about really getting into the nitty-gritty of how people's brains work. I think that probably comes from the creative writing part because, well, actually also from the acting part because as an actor and as a creative writer, you're trained to get into people's heads, to figure out how they work, to figure out, okay, so if I'm creating a character here, who is this person? How do they think? What is it that they really want? You know, what is it that they're willing to do to get to that place? It's There's a lot of... A lot of parent, pardon me, there's a lot of character development in what I do just because I have to think about the people I'm writing to. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't have to just think about the people I'm writing for or, you know, writing for myself to my own audience. I have to think about the people I'm writing to. What is it? What is their pain? Yeah. What is um, their desire? What is it that they really want? And most importantly, how can I or my clients? serve them. That's the story that I get to tell. And I think that that is so important for businesses to be sharing is what is it that, how do you serve? How do you show up in the world? And I think that's the best story that we can all tell. What's the best advice you've ever gotten? Oh my goodness. Um, Probably just uh, keep going. Yeah. Um, you, you may you will hit dozens, if not hundreds of roadblocks in your life. Um, if you have something you truly believe in and you know that this is the thing that you should be doing, keep going. And don't don't keep doing the same thing over and over again and get a terrible result, but find the ways that will let you get to where you need to be. Again, so you can show up and serve those who you are meant to serve. So as, as a writer, as somebody that has a, a, a fascination, especially with science fiction, if you could get into a time machine and go back in time and see one event in human history, where are you going? Wow. Let's see. You know, actually, oh, that's a hard one. There's a lot. There's a lot of human history to cover there. <laughs> um, yes. I think... Probably, you know, actually, I'm, I'm going to go back to Shakespeare as a writer. The very first performance of Shakespeare's original troupe. Great answer. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's that had to be, you know, it's like it, it as a writer, when you put yourself out there in front of an audience, it's nerve wracking, right? Yeah. You have no idea what's actually going to happen. And um, when you put your, but, and when you expose yourself like that, and I think this is something that business people think about. I think it's something performers think about when you expose yourself like that, when you put yourself out there on stage, whether it's your writing or your performance, um, there's something really intimate about that. Yeah. You know, you're, sure. you are literally ripping your heart open and going, okay, here I am. And I think that that seeing Shakespeare's reaction to how people react to his 
work and seeing the audience's reaction to this new weird thing that they were seeing. Because anytime you see a, someone, a, a story that is new to you and a performer or a writer that is new to you, you come in, you know, either with a healthy dose of skepticism or an open mind, depending on who you are. And there's a lot, a yeah. lot can go into that. And I think that would have been fascinating. So of all of the things that you've done and become and overcome and evolved into in your life, what are you the proudest of? Oh my goodness. Probably just getting as far as I have. Um, I, I spent years, I have literally spent the majority of my life being a creative. You know, I've had the standard office jobs like everyone else, but the majority of the things that I've done have been as a creative and I have managed to make a living doing it. I'm still here. I'm still doing it. So I think that that is something really to be proud of. It's taken a very strange, windy, twisty road to get here. I mean, honestly, I I graduated from college, as I always said, qualified to run a small theater company and wash dishes. Um, and um, I promptly became a professional costumer instead. You know, and so I did that for years and I traveled all over the country doing Renaissance festivals. And I now I run my own business, helping people tell their stories. So I think that just, again, keeping going, finding the ways to do the thing that means something to me has been probably my greatest triumph, especially when you consider all the people in the world who say, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. Or yeah. you'll never make money doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the day, everyone has a perception of you. They've had a perception of you, family, friends, fans, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Honestly, I think I am the person who gets things done. If you hand me something and you say, I have this idea and I want it to make it into reality, I'm the person who takes that idea and figures out how to make it into reality. You know, that it's, I think that there's a unique ability that marketers, creatives have to take a weird concept and turn it into something that works. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you think about all the, you know, if you're a professional like painter or sculptor, how many people come to you with a, here, I want it to look kind of like this. And then your job is to take it and make it into something that actually works, like physically, emotionally, you know, um, within a space. And there's a lot that goes into that. And I think that I do that um, for my business. I do that. Uh, I have done that for years with my performing and my music. And it's again, it comes back to stories because you are ultimately telling a story with whatever it is that you're trying to create. Yeah. Hey, if anyone out there wants to hire you, learn more about you, see your work, anything about your world, where's the best place to go? So the best place to go is Tanya Brody Copywriter, all one word, dot com. Not, not the all one word part. Tanya Brody yeah. Copywriter dot com. Yeah. And Tanya Brody Copywriter is all one word. And there you will find blog posts, email marketing advice, uh, a list of 30 subject lines that you can download to keep your uh, email subscribers um, opening and reading your emails if you want to help with that. And uh, you can find out all about what it is that I do and how I serve my people. And 
Um, also, you can find out some stuff that you can do for your own business because, you know, again, I believe in showing up to serve. So, Absolutely. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and for your story. And best of luck. Have a great 2024. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Joe. Have a great Thank day. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <music>